Do you want to know what people are talking about in Vikings land? I'm here to tell you what's happened in the last 24 hours. Hey, we're only 58 days away from the season opener, and believe it or not, we're less than two weeks away from training camp. The rookies will report on July 23rd, and then the vets on the 25th, and we can't wait. But let's get into this on the Vikings Daily Opener next. Hey, everybody, it's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings Daily Opener this day, a purple Friday, July 14th, 2023. And we are now just 58 days away from the Viking season opener. Hey, I'm going to start talking about some things that are out there and coming out. As we all know, the Netflix series Quarterback is out. Some people have binged the whole eight episodes. Some are taking it bits at a time. I'm through episode five. It's been absolutely great. To see this type of content now, but there's more coming. And there's two stories that feature it that I've combined together. First one, Tyler Fornis writes, Dorktown to produce seven-part Minnesota Vikings history documentary. Second one, the Vikings are getting a secret base treatment. Hold me, I'm scared. And that was by our buddy Christopher Gates at Daily Norseman. But they're talking about the same thing. Dorktown, the creators of the popular documentary series, have announced their latest project. It's one that you will not want to miss. They will be producing a seven-part documentary on the history of the Minnesota Vikings. That's right, your Minnesota Vikings. The series will debut on August 1st, and new episodes will come out every Tuesday until the last two episodes hit on September 5th and 6th. This is going to be a deep dive into the Vikings' fascinating 62-year history, complete with over a dozen Hall of Fame players, numerous scandals, and gut-wrenching heartbreaks. As Vikings fans... We know that our team has a unique history that is both thrilling and heartbreaking. Through the documentary, we will get to relive the highs and the lows of the Vikings history and witness all the pieces of this team's history and identify to come together as one. This groundbreaking series will be produced by Dorktown in collaboration with John Boyce, the, quote, Poet Laureate of Sports Statistics, as written by the New York Times, and Alex Rubenstein from SB Nation's Secret Base. If you have any knowledge of Secret Base, you know that they can put together deep dives on subjects like few other people can. With their expertise and knowledge, we can expect a documentary that will be informative, entertaining, and emotional. The documentary promises to expose the masses to the multitude of insane stories that don't seem real, 
it's a story for people who don't watch football. But if you're a football fan, especially a Vikings fan, you'll be just amazed to witness all the pieces of this team's history and identify and come together. So mark your calendars, set your reminders, and get ready to relive the highs and lows of Vikings history with Dorktown's The History of the Minnesota Vikings. It's going to be a wild ride, but as lifelong Vikings fans, we know we wouldn't want it any other way. And as my buddy Christopher Gates over at Daily Norseman says, quote, presumably so we can get all the pain and trauma taken care of before the new season starts. Hooray! A quote. Yeah, you got that right, Chris. Let's get it all knocked out. But it's going to be great. You combine quarterback and now we get a Dorktown documentary. It's what a fantastic time it is to get to fall in love even more with your Minnesota Vikings. In the next story, Tyler Fornis is reporting on how ESPN named TJ Hawkinson the sixth best tight end in the NFL. Well, goody for them. Tyler writes that TJ Hawkinson has been named the sixth best tight end in the NFL by ESPN. Hawkinson is a cornerstone for the Minnesota Vikings, and his performance last season is a testament to his talent. He had an impressive 62 receptions for 583 yards from week 8 to 18, both of which were top-notch finishes for tight ends. Hawkinson finished the year with career highs in receptions and receiving yards, demonstrating his growing impact on the Vikings' offense. ESPN's write-up on Hawkinson highlights his importance to the team and ranking of six feels about right for him. However, some experts believe that he could become the tight end two or three next season with a great year. It's worth noting that tight ends typically take longer to develop, but Hawkinson is already making significant impacts for the Vikings. In summary, we're thrilled to see Hawkinson's talented recognized by ESPN and not disrespected. And we're excited to see how he continues to grow and develop as a player. And of course, as a weapon for Kirk Cousins and success in 2023. Hear that? That means Dave's out of his iced coffee. He needs to go make some more. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Our next story is written by Tyler Fornis, reporting on the fact that he was on Purple Access. Again, Minnesota Vikings Mount Rushmore Purple Access. It's Minnesota Vikings Mount Rushmore season around the web, and the guys over at Purple Access join the annual We Can't Get to the Season Quickly Enough time of year. As you know, the Vikings have been around for 62 seasons, and with such a rich history, it's tough to pick just a few players to represent the franchise legacy. However, the host of Purple Access on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, Tyler Fornis, Judd Zolgad, and Declan Goff, 
have taken on the task of choosing 11 players for two separate Mount Rushmores based on the team's history. To accomplish this, the guys split the Vikings into two groups based on the timelines of 1961 to 1985, which is essentially covers the Bud Grant tenure with the team, and 1986 to present. They considered many players for both Mount Rushmores, but only 11 players made the cut. Of those 11, six were unanimous selections. So, who made the cut for both Mount Rushmores, and who was surprised with the inclusion? Hey, I'm not going to spoil the fun here. I highly recommend checking out the latest episode of Purple Access on Purple Daily's YouTube page and find out for yourself. This was a great opportunity to reflect on the Vikings' incredible history and celebrate players who have contributed to the team's success over the years. We can't wait to see who made the list and hear your thoughts on the selection. So go check out Score North's Purple Access via the YouTube page or on your favorite podcasting aggregator. But I must give out a kudos to Tyler for picking somebody he knew I'd absolutely love. Good job, Tyler. Hey. The next story is one we might not want to hear about, but I thought it was a good one that represents some thinking of the people in the crowd. It was written by Steve Silverman over on Clutch Points, and it's three potential trade candidates for the Vikings entering 2023 training camp. Defending NFC North champions, Vikings aren't getting respect in 2023, and they may be forced to make preseason trades. Well, Steve, what did you talk about? He dove into the topic that has been on the minds of many Vikings fans. Potential trade candidates for the Vikings entering the 2023 camp. Despite winning the NFC North title last season, the Vikings are not receiving much respect from NFL observers heading into the new season. Heck, they have Detroit winning for the first time in over 30 years. As a result, trades are possible during training camp to turn weaknesses into strengths. In his piece, he looked at three players that could be traded before the start of the season. Edge rusher, Daniil Hunter. Well, we've all talked about that one ad nauseum because of his displayed ness over his contract that he signed. Center Garrett Bradbury and running back Kene Nwangu. Each player has their own unique strengths and weaknesses, and it will be interesting to see if the Vikings decide to part ways with any of them. Starting with Daniil Hunter. He has been the team's best pass rusher for years. He's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL in 2018 and 19 with 14 and a half sacks in each of those seasons before he went through back-to-back injury plague seasons in 20 and 21. While he was healthy last year, he had 10 and a half sacks. He was not the same player. Well, part of that was because he was learning the Donna Shell don't do anything defense. If the Vikings don't believe Hunter can dominate any longer, they may be better trading him off. 
The situation is complicated by a salary issue as the 2023 season represents the final year of his contract, which we all know he's getting paid only 5.5 million max. It will be interesting to see if the Vikings decide to trade Hunter or not, or who would be willing to trade with us to get him. It may take a desperate team. Moving on to Garrett Bradbury, the Vikings have been building a solid offensive line. Their biggest strengths appear to be Christian Darisaw and Brian O'Neill, left tackle and right tackle, respectively. The interior part of the O-line is not as strong as the two exterior blockers. We discussed that on the Real Forno show on Wednesday night. Go check it out if you missed it. Bradbury is a good player in the middle of the offensive line, but he is not dominant. While he has enough know-how and quickness, powerful defensive tackles and nose tackles are difficult for him to handle. The Vikings know that battling the stronger defensive linemen will always be a struggle, and Adolfo Mensa may be looking to trade him during the summer right up to camp or in camp. There may not be that big a difference between Bradbury and backup center Austin Schlotman. And that could push the Vikings into trading Bradbury. Now, that's an interesting thought. I thought that was a good one. Lastly, we have Kenane Wongu. The Vikings parted ways with Dalvin Cook this offseason, and that means Alexander Madison is the number one running back. Nwangu is a sensational return specialist and should also get his shares of carries at running back. While Nwangu has speed to provide a solid alternative to the hard-nosed Madison, his ability as a returner could attract plenty of attention. If the Vikings could entice an opponent to deliver a functional defensive player, trading Nwangu could make quite a bit of sense. So there you have it. Three potential trade candidates for the Vikings entering 2023's training camp. Each player has their own unique strengths and weaknesses, and it will be interesting to see if the Vikings decide to part ways with any of them. I very much like this piece. It was a good thought exercise. Thank you. Hey, everybody knows that Vikings First and Skull is part of the Fans First Sports Network. By fans, for fans. We've been that way since we started. Did you know that not only does FFSN cover, obviously, Minnesota Vikings with us, they cover all sports. That's right, all sports. And you know what? They have another podcasting arm in Minnesota. It's run by Ben Jones, and it's called Twins Talk. That's right. If you're a Twins fan, look up Twins Talk on your favorite podcast aggregator. Ben publishes every Monday. We know the Twins are about to get back into the second half of the season where they're out at playing the athletics. But big things have been going on right now with the Major League Baseball draft just wrapped up, and then the trade line coming up at the end of the month, the Twins are in second place in an awful division, but only a half game back 
So the playoffs are well within their reach. We know they started off with great pitching, and it's sort of fizzled since. Ben has a new episode every Monday talking about this stuff. So if you're a Twins fan, I highly suggest you go over there and check out the weekly recaps. It's a great show. And go Twins. Pull your head out. Win some. Please. Just like the Vikings. Now back to the Vikings. It's 58 days to the start of the season. So, as we all know, that means we're going to look at the number 58 in Minnesota Vikings history. Over the years, 15 players have worn this number with some standouts that have left a lasting impression on the team. One of the most notable players to wear number 58 is Wally Hilgenberg. As a linebacker, he played from the Vikings from 1968 to 1979 and was part of the team that won the NFL championship in 1969 and, of course, went to all four Super Bowls. Hilgenberg was a consistent and versatile player known for his excellent tackling and ability to read offenses. Another standout was Ed McDaniel. McDaniel played for the Vikings from 1992 to 2001 and was a crucial part of the team's defense during that tenure. He was a linebacker who was known for his speed and agility as well as his ability to read offense and make quick decisions. McDaniels was selected to the Pro Bowl in 98, cementing his status as one of the best players to wear the number. That 98 season was magical, and he was a huge part of it. Rip Hawkins is another player who deserves a mention when talking about the significance of number 58. Hawkinson's played for the Vikings from the beginning in 1961 to 1965. He was a pro bowler in 1963. He was a linebacker who was known for his toughness and relentless pursuit of the ball. Now, let's talk about the current player that wears number 58 for the Vikings, Jordan Hicks. Hicks is an interior linebacker who joined the team in 2022. He's one of Quasi's boys and has already made an impact. He's a versatile player who's strong against the run. That's his best part of his game. But he can also drop back in coverage, which he's not so good at. But hopefully the second year and under Coach Flores, his play picks up. Hicks is known for his work ethic and leadership, and he's expected to be a key player for the Vikings in the upcoming season. Hey, 58 has a rich history in the Minnesota Vikings football, with some of the team's best linebackers having worn the number, with Jordan Hicks currently donning the number. We're excited to see how he contributes to the team's success in the future. Combine that with the history that we talked about in the first segment, Check out how many 58s you see when that documentary comes out. I'll bet it's quite a few. Should be a fun one. Well, that's it for today's show. This is Dave from Vikings First and Skull. And you know what we got this weekend? Sunday, 4 o'clock Central. Two old bloggers with myself and Darren Campbell. We've been writing about the Minnesota Vikings publicly for over two decades apiece. And we've got a show for you on Sunday discussing 
Everything Vikings. And one of the features is who's going to be a free agent next year. And on this show, we're going to look at DJ Wanham. Hey, I promise you, it will be a great show. So join us. This has been your Vikings Daily Opener this day. Friday, a purple Friday, July 14th, 2023. And what do we say? Skull Vikings! This has been a Vikings First and Skull production.